So welcome to Jedi Fun Time, episode four. Hello. I'm, I'm your host, John, here with here in studio with Brian and Jim. Yep, the first time we're all here. Mm-hmm. All together. Live. All yeah. for one. Yeah. One for all. Yeah. So um, lots of things happening in the Star Wars uh, world, and in George Lucas, too. Uh, there's some issues with the museum he wants to build here in the Chicagoland area. He may have to do a lot of hazardous cleanup underneath the ground. Really? Because the site was uh, landfill. Oh, wow. From, like, the olden days, probably, like, during the Chicago fire. Well, nope. you get what you pay for, right? He only paid a dollar for that property. Well, so. let's be fair. The entire lakefront's also, you know, a giant landfill from, yeah. you know, the early 1900s. So, yeah, he said he'd be willing to pay for it and clean it up. But I don't think they issued him the... I don't know if they've issued permits for him to do it yet or not. Which is... Uh, that uh, might take some time. Well, it's going to take time in general. And the amount of people that are like, dude, you're a Star Wars fan. Do you know they're building a Star Wars museum here? I'm like, no, they're building a George Lucas museum here. Yes. It's yeah, not going to be yeah. all Star It's probably going to be about 50% Star Wars. I'd but say probably even more than that. Yeah. I mean, whatever his other movies. It's going to be a Howard, du- Howard the Duck museum in there? Well, that would be cool Indiana if they Jones. had... Indiana Jones. Indiana jo- well, he's not really... American Graffiti. American I mean, Graffiti. Yeah, he's got a bunch of them. He was but. a producer, though, of Indiana Jones. He didn't direct them or anything. But if there's, if there's not going to be any Star Wars I mean. props in there, then there's going to be riots, for sure. So oh, he knows better. Will. So there will be some stuff. Oh, I there's going to have to be. Because yeah. I know he didn't sell everything to Disney. So I'm sure he kept like his you know personal collection as far as you know movie props and... The, the stuff at Skywalker Ranch. That stuff. You know. Well, he could get everything from Steve Sansweet, too. The <laughs> <laughs> guy's got everything. Oh, yeah. Well, he was... They were saying how... There was some issue with him in like the county that Skywalker Ranch is in, where he, or where he lives, rather. And he's got this, you know, he's got tons of property out there, mm-hmm. and he wanted to build something, and they wouldn't let him do it. So he's like, "Well, fine, I'll build, I'll build a bunch of Section Eight housing on it." And he's like in this exclusive area with a bunch of rich people, so you know they're not going to like that. Yeah, I don't know what the outcome ever was, but I'm like, "Wow, that that's really going nuclear right off the bat, isn't it?" Instead of like trying to negotiate. <laughs> George Lucas doesn't negotiate. Yeah, he's he's been defying some. Back with Bally when Fox Studios on the original Star Wars. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just over time mellows and switches mm-hmm. his, you know. Fox Studios wanted all, the, wanted all the money for the movie rights, and he's like, well, all right, well, then I just, I'll have the, uh, merchandising. To- the merchandise and toy line. And yeah. He, he made, made bank on that one. You gotta, does. You've got to wonder how Fox is still in business <laughs> sometimes with the, the things they've done. Well, they sure learn negotiating skills after Star Wars, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. that's true. So, what else uh, we were talking about earlier? Um, new seven-minute trailer for Star Wars Rebels. Yes, which is a show I'm very much excited to watch. Mm-hmm. M- more so than uh, the Old Republic, Nice of the Old Republic, which I thought is good. I just didn't. Not Nice of the Old Republic, the Clone Wars. I'm sorry. Oh, the Clone Wars. I, yeah. It's the same like time period. Like, no, it's not. It's no, after it's that. not. It's after. It's way after just, that. I don't know why. I, I don't know why I always mix the names up. But um, Rebels takes place, I think, uh, bet- before A New Hope. I think it's right bit? before. Yeah, I think it's right before and then after all the other stuff. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, Star Wars, Clone Wars is pretty good. I didn't think the movie was as good as the show, though. They did that like first hour and a half long. Oh, that movie's awful. <laughs> okay, <laughs> not good. Awful is, is the key words it's, there. I, I, it's hard for me to make it through. I don't think I've made it through it once. I just, I'm like, I can't. It, no. Correct. But then I started watching the show and I went, "Wow, this is great." <laughs> the show is good. Yes. So I'm hoping, you know, I like the time period a little better that this one's in. Mm-hmm. It's more what I remember, obviously, because it's what we saw. Yeah. So it'll be nice to, you know, see that. And I think Disney will handle it well. I think they've shown that they could do an all right job. Oh, with cartoons, sure. You see the Phineas and Ferb Star Wars crossover yet? No, I missed that it. I haven't. I've been looking for it on TV to record, but it was kind of neat that they. <laughs> I, I can get it for you guys. Okay. <laughs> it was kind of neat because they, 
instead of just adding their characters in and replacing the Star Wars characters, it happened side by side with A New Hope. Oh, okay. So like they're Luke's neighbors. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah, and there's some really there's some kind of funny like lines in it, like um, Phineas and Ferber with their parents, and they're like, "Yeah, we don't know why Luke wants to leave. We love it here. We never want to leave." And they walk out, and the dad goes to the mom until they find out there's no girls here. <laughs> so I mean, there were there were some little neat things. I mean, it's not um, it's not. A, I don't. Was, was there like funny parodies like a robot chicken kind of a thing? Uh, kind of, but because it was like separate characters, like Doofenshmirtz was actually Darth Vader. Well, not really Darth Vader. He was the lowest of the Darths. Like nobody, you know, like he has the least amount of midichlorian count. So <laughs> okay, so he's he can't really, really do anything. <laughs> he's a special Darth Vader. Yeah, so he's trying to make a he tried he's trying to make this machine to make him more powerful. Oh, okay. So, but yeah, it's and then uh, the girl Isabella that they always hang out with is uh, Han Solo's arch rival, and she's pissed off because Han Solo ran her out of the way on the Kessel Run, and that's why he won instead of her. <laughs> that's pretty funny. So. <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty good. I, so I there's some creativity. There, there. there was definitely some creativity. It was it was pretty well done. They didn't have any of the original actors because the, the original characters are in it here and there. But okay. no, I mean, obviously those guys are out filming. You know, well they're going to be filming soon. Well, they're not. Well, well, well they, no, they, they were for a filming. little bit. They had yeah. to stop for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know when this cartoon was made, so I don't know. You know how it lined up. But. How long was it? Something like an hour. Oh, it was an hour special. Oh, okay. Really? I was going to ask you if it was just twenty minutes. Yeah. No, it's like an hour. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Wow. Yeah. It was fun. It was definitely a good time. So there was that. But yeah, Disney, you know, I'm pretty excited for the new stuff. Rebels, I'm looking forward to for this uh, this uh, winter season. Yeah, she looks cool. Yeah, she's coming up, what, in October? October, right? Yeah. So that's pretty cool. And I did have a question I asked on the last podcast when we thought Jimmy might get arrested. <laughs> he did He did not, so there's <laughs> no, no Kickstarter fund or anything. Um, do you own an original Revenge of the Sith poster? No. Wish I did. Revenge, yeah, of Revenge of the Jedi. Jedi. Yeah, Revenge actually. of the Jedi. Damn it! Yes. Revenge of the Jedi poster. Sorry. And I pictured exactly what it was, and I... Yeah. If you type that on eBay, it'd be... You'd see about 100 of them posted, and, and half of them will say they're reproductions, and half of them will say they're originals. Well, you don't know for sure if they're originals or not, so... Mm-hmm. Does anybody know what the original production run was for those? How many? I'm not sure. Well, first know. off, if you, well, lo- if you look and it's not a theatrical size poster, it's not an original. Because I think they were all oh, theater yeah, size ones, yeah. Yeah. twenty four by thirty six or whatever. Yes. No, actually, it's twenty seven by forty. Twenty seven by forty is, is the okay. theater theater ones, but they also have some forty by sixties, which are the extra large ones that go outside, like the marquees mm-hmm. of theaters, as well. But they got to remember they Lucas pulled the plug on that like almost when they were ready to launch the movie. So there was a lot of merchandise out there that has Revenge of the Jedi on there. I mean, everything from posters to buttons. It was even on action figures and stuff, too, which is yes. a very, it's very rare sought out to you know, yeah. find it. It's worth a lot of money, too, if you can get your hands on it. Right, because the action figures come out half the time before the movie's released right. anyway. Yeah, true. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So they were right after uh, Empire Strikes Back, they were basically producing for Return of the Jedi. And um, so, it's, so yeah, basically, once they pulled the plug, because George thought that it was just too... Uh, just was too harsh of a title. Too harsh of a title, yeah. exactly. So well, the, Jedi's don't take revenge, right. as he says. So as soon as he made the change, there was already stuff already produced. So they they yeah. they tried. I think from what I heard, they did try trashing a lot of stuff, but there was a lot of stuff that actually got on the shelves and leaked out before they were able to pull it. Yeah, and I mean at that point, you can't go to people's houses and be like, "Hey, we need that back." Right. Yeah. And, they, yeah, you know? and your toy stores, like back in the day, you're talking like KB Toys and stuff like that, or in the malls. They they had the options whether to return those back back to Kenner. Or they'd sat in the shelves in the back room somewhere as well. So yeah. it'd be neat to have some of that stuff, but yeah, it's obviously not 
Super. I mean, it's rare, so it's not like you know super abundant when you go to buy anything. I have a mini, like three D poster of Revenge of the Jedi. That's pretty cool. It's like a three nice. D porcelain statue. It's kind of cool. Oh, that's cool. You have a lot of Star Wars statues. Yes, I do. We would never be able to get recording done at your house. Why is that? <laughs> because we would be going to every cabinet, going, "Wow, look at this." Yeah, I heard you had some nice eye candy. So. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to take it on a road sometime. Yeah, check it out. No, we could do that. Well, you haven't you haven't seen the new stuff either. No, right? I've yeah, not. I know I you have. put together what two more cabinets. Yes, mm-hmm. and um, it's not just Star Wars. I mean, you have you have really nice stuff. Period. Oh, from in general, like, yeah. Just yeah. Mm-hmm. How from many uh, many buses you have? If you can. Oh God! Guess. <laughs> if you can guess, <laughs> I can't even because I can't I can't think of a number either. I know I'm over twenty, but I think I'm under thirty. <sighs> I have. <laughs> I'm out of space. I need another IKEA cabinet. To I have more stuff in. Five IKEA cabinets full of stuff. Wow. I don't have it. I don't, <laughs> actually don't have it. I have actually figures hanging up, but I actually don't have any of the. the and bus, then I have a, a cap. My first cabinet I ever got was from Montgomery Wards, but right before they closed, it was right. actually like a like a four or five hundred dollar, you know, curio cabinet, and it was clearance for like sixty bucks. And that was my first one. Sweet. And that has all my most of my animated. Maquettes from Star Wars are in that one. Very cool. Well, yeah. Gi- Giant's seen my man cave, so he's yeah, all, he's all yeah. You got a good amount of stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you both have far more than I do. Right. A lot. Of, my mom was the you're not playing with this thing where I'm throwing it out, mom. So now I am in debt because I keep buying shit I could I didn't have any I couldn't oh. have as a kid. <laughs> oh, we all do that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But now my daughter will have it, so maybe one day she can finance college. Well, I still she's have. 20, she's got twenty years. I still have. <laughs> Hundreds of action figures that I don't have in my house that are in storage. So, I mean, wow. When they really released stuff in, what was it, 94, 95, when they started doing the figures again? Power of the Force? Yeah. yeah, I started collecting like crazy. I I stopped recently, but I buy random ones once in a while. I really like the new um, six inch line that they have, the Black Series. series. Mm -hmm. And I have most of them. Right now, I'm waiting. The next line is going to be Vader and Chewbacca, which is going to be cool. I haven't seen them in stores yet. And I didn't buy the. The last Luke, because I thought his face looked really distorted. <laughs> kind of like the real life Luke. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it was uh, before or after. Actually. It was the Bespin, <laughs> the Bespin figure. So he is kind of distorted in that. And then uh, I didn't buy the um, Ewan McGregor Obi Wan figure either because I just I didn't think they did enough work to him. Mm. It didn't look very cool. So I think the, the action figures I have, I have Han Solo. I have, but mine are I I bought them and just I have them hanging up in the package still. Mm-hmm. But they were, um, I think they were from when the movies came out. The uh, was it even when the prequels came out or when they re-released the originals? I don't remember exactly what time frame it was from. One of those two. Oh, so I they're not really. I mean, at that point, they were producing billions safe, of them. Safe, oh, safe yeah. the nineties then. Pretty yeah, much. late nineties, early two thousand, somewhere yeah. there. Yeah. Well, I have all my old figures still. Most of them, but none of them have weapons, and they were played with a lot. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and then like my prized possessions, like older stuff, are. Uh, I have a 12-inch Vader and Chewbacca from the old 80s Kenner line nice. that I love. Oh, nice. Yeah, and if it says Kenner on it, it's definitely worth a lot more. Yeah, well, I mean, they're opened, and they're in my display case. And then I have I have two non-opened Return of the Jedi. I have a Vader, and I have a Chewbacca. Well, you got to remember, though, Kenner stuff is worth, is worth more no matter what, because Kenner got... Well, Kenner basically went out of business. Mm-hmm. Right. And yes. if you have something that says Kenner on it, it was obviously made, you know, pre-1994? I think Don't so. remember when they went out of business. Somewhere yeah. right around there, early nineties. Mm-hmm. Which you got to figure how they they must have just made a ton of money off Star Wars and then didn't produce anything else and just they didn't do a lot actually. I know they did other toy lines, but Star Wars was their main line. Was, no. Go, was Gobots Kenner? 
It might have been actually Maybe Hasbro. The le- the, was it Hasbro? Maybe. Who did who did Transformers? We then? should ask the Toy Hunter that question. He would know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, this is a podcast about Star Wars, and we're right. going off on a little bit of a tangent. <laughs> that happens. Did you see the picture of the note thanking Star Wars fans for donating money, and yes. it was a robot hand? Did you? Did you do? Uh, that? I did not. I see thought that. about doing that. Ten bucks to put your name I, in the pot to almost like win the lottery to to get on the set. I did not. I didn't do it either. I I thought about it, but I just, thought about it too, but. Yeah. I, I never win anything in my life, so well, it's not going to do me good. Same here. I, just, I, I figured some really rich guy would win, and right. that's kind of what happened. I think. I'm sure. He did. <laughs> I, I'm sure he bought. Yeah, it wasn't. I'm sure it wasn't just one entry. I'm sure it was a thousand. Yeah, better well, chances. Enter as many times as you. You weren't just. You weren't just printing off entries like in Real Genius. The guy sitting in the basement mm-hmm. printing them off on a dot matrix printer. <laughs> um, but now the speculation is: whose hand is it? I I haven't seen the picture. It's uh, it's yeah. it's dark gray. And it looks, it's just like just, a just robot. Just picture like Anakin's hand in like Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, real similar. Just oh, okay. Hanging off of a robe. You barely can see the palm. You only see like from here to here. Holding, he's, he's holding, holding the, the note, so it's covering. Yeah. Um, it could be an Inquisitor. inquisitor. Mm, it could be. Uh, it could be Luke's hand. Possibly. I mean, Luke does right. have, you know. Mm-hmm. That's true. He does have a fake hand. Because, you know, of course people, the first name that they jump to is. It's Darth Vader. Right, absolutely. But well, it's without like, a well, glove on or something? Well, they, <laughs> it's the internet, Brian. We don't, okay. go, we don't go into those details. Okay, well. <laughs> Wild that, speculation doesn't, you know. We'll have to ask Wardrobe that in episode seven. Yeah. So, like, whose hand is that? Yeah, but um, wild speculation does not include uh, reasoning like that. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> you're, a little, you're really getting off base there. Uh, so that was one of the things. And then I guess there were some photos. I didn't see them uh, released or allegedly leaked from the set of the interior of the Millennium Falcon. Right. I saw that one. Uh, I did you see that cockpit door? Very, very, very shallow. Very. I did not. Yeah, you could I barely. I don't think we'd be able to walk in and straight. You have to go in there sideways. So that explains how Harrison Ford uh, tripped and uh, <laughs> blew his ankle. <laughs> if, that, yeah. if it's yeah. I mean, I, did it? Did it look that much different than before? I mean, I, 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 I what I saw was the inside yeah. of the cockpit with you could see the green screen and kind of go from there. Right. Mm-hmm. It looks cool. I mean, it's the Millennium Falcon, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I I thought it was funny when those photos were leaked that they were building it. Everyone was, oh, my God, of course they are. Like well, we talked about before, it's not like Han traded it in for a minivan. No. <laughs> He's got the Winnebago from, what was what, it? Was Spaceballs, it you said yeah. The Winnebago from Spaceballs is <laughs> cruising around in? Mm-hmm. Spaceball 1, or, no, that's not what it is. I forget what that thing is called every time. It was the, um, Shit, I don't remember either. Yeah, we can never remember. What about fanboys? They didn't have a name for that. So it was like, it was like the A team van, but they oh yeah, I love that. Fanboys, yeah, converted <laughs> over to yeah. Yeah, name for it too. Like it's actually, actually, right someone uh, Jimmy's wife posted a picture of uh, his car because she was driving it and she named it something. Yeah. And she goes, "Well, Jimmy calls it this." I'm like, I would have thought, seeing how it's BMW, it would have been called the Bavarian Falcon. <laughs> yeah, that, that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> she called it Benny uh, Benny the Beamer, which was the name of the old. My old car before I got wrecked. Okay, and yeah. I'm like, I don't ride a guy, so it's, it's going to be a girl's name. So it's going to be <laughs> Bianca. It's exotic like that. So, <laughs> ooh, I like that. Ooh, yeah, that works. Let's see what else we got. Yeah, there's the photo. There's the, hand. there's the hand. It actually just looks like it could be even just some droid holding it, like a medical it's, droid. Right. It doesn't look like. I mean, there's nothing there that shows you that it's you know the possibilities are endless. It could be anything. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? It, and it, I give it does I, have a sense of the Luke hand though mm-hmm. because of the spot right below mm-hmm. the palm where it looks like they were using the metal droid yes. get clicking it to get his hands moving right. but mm-hmm. who knows i mean it could be maybe he got injured and burned off the fake skin who knows oh 
speculation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as I, they say. I, what yeah, I, and I, I do love that J.J. Abrams himself is who puts these out like this. Oh yeah, it's great. <laughs> he's, mind, he's mind fucking everybody right now. Oh yeah, but he's that doing hand it. might not even be in any of the movies. Yeah, but, it, but he's doing it very well, and you know I like that they're focusing a lot on practical effects and stuff yeah i mean like he's that. just giving he's just giving enough out there that you know just keep people interested yeah keep people excited exactly uh so that's another um you know question mark if who that belongs to new st- new uh, stormtrooper helmets i saw that did you see them from jimmy yes, yes i don't like it i don't like it either yeah, the reason why when i we, when we talked about earlier is just it just seems too much tron which is obviously disney's line i wish they would have came up with something different. I'm I'm happy that they are going to go with something completely different, not like the old. Uh, um, well, they probably lost their from, old. They probably lost the their old factory after the empire fell. Right. <laughs> they had to find a new contractor. But uh, when you read stories, people would be like, "Well, if since the uh, the empire fell, uh, how can they afford new armor?" Well, I mean, because they're still. You got to understand is it, it's, even though the emperor died, there's going to be a new regime. There's going to be someone else that's going to step up. Yeah, they, of course. they might not have been. So, they might not have been in the core worlds or wherever anymore, but. Right. They still existed. Right. There exactly. were still people fighting the fight exactly. out there. You know, even though they lost the battle in Endor and the Death Star blew up, they're still they're all over the galaxy. So it's not like they're all going to just disappear. Yeah. I mean, they might have been in disarray, but right. yeah. yeah. So they're just going to reorganize again, and obviously they're going to get new gear. There's nothing different than uh, the original Clone Wars from from the prequels. So, mm-hmm. do you think they look too sleek? Uh, well, because I, I mean, I looked at it and you said that you rem- reminded you of the Tron helmet. I didn't see the the new Tron, so I don't really, okay. but. To me, it's like they almost look too sleek. Like they're like too, like maybe I, they won't get you know hit in the chest or. You know, what the, you know what? The, you know what? To be completely <laughs> the honest, the system might be enhanced. Well, yeah, to, say, maybe, to be yeah. honest, there was a paper written by some college guy like years back about why stormtroopers can't hit anything, and it's because they can't sight the weapon. Yeah, because you can't hold it up to the helmet and sight it. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why they're like, well, let's you know make the design different so you can actually hit what you shoot. They must have the worst percent. Like, I have a bad percentage when I play Call of Duty or anything of, hit, <laughs> of hits ratio. They have to be. There's got to be stormtroopers that were in battle that never shot anybody. It's a possibility, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Except like, in the opening scene, that was like one of the few scenes where, where it they seems like they hit killed everybody. everybody in A New Hope. I, it's I, could like, ju- I could just picture them in a building fighting and like five rebels coming towards them and they're firing and not hitting anything and one hits a beam and it falls and kills the rebels. And they're like, yeah, you got them. <laughs> you know? That's a possibility. I mean, two two giant shiny droids walk right past them in the middle of a firefight and didn't get shot once. Right? Oh, <laughs> uh, the Phineas and Ferb one. Mm-hmm. Candace, the sister, is a stormtrooper. Oh, in- okay. Intent on busting the rebels, and they won't let her. Mm-hmm. And her her mission is uh, to find Darth Vader's socks. <laughs> and she's like going on the this socks. whole like, she's going on like this whole spiel about um, why she's a stormtrooper and all this. And she keeps like kind of disobeying it, and she's got two other stormtroopers with her that are other characters from the show. And the one guy starts going socks, 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 socks. That's pretty cool. <laughs> you got to get me a copy of that. When I first heard it was going to come out, I just thought it was just going to be ridiculous and lame, and just you know, well, there's a lot of ridiculous. They're just trying to market it, I mean, it. Just, just just marketing the name and everything. But it sounds it sounds pretty cool. It, when you're explaining it, yeah, it, it it's funny. not like the robot chicken ones. It's not. Yeah. It's I don't think it's as, it's not as good as the Family Guy ones. But you also have to take it with a grain of salt that it's a kid show. Right. Yeah, you know, it's for like two years old and you know mm-hmm. up. Right, exactly. Um, so it's for they, my age then. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for all of us. They didn't. They did a. A Marvel crossover with the superheroes that actually worked out kind of kind of well too a couple of, about a year or two ago. Oh, okay, which is actually pretty good. Hmm. But um, yeah, so new, new stormtrooper helmets. Uh, no. There's a vent on one side only, I think. Is there? I think it's on the left side. I thought you were going to go with the second option, which was look like more like Hoth helmets. They they look like snowtroopers. Well, they got those the too. Second one, I do prefer no, that one over. The first are they? 
no one knows if they're using a combination of the helmets or if it's just going to be one or, I mean... Well, wasn't I, the thing I saw? Wasn't that just a, a drawing? It was just a no, rendering. Those, those are actual. No, those, I think those, no, those are sketch drawings of the. Yeah. What's going to? Oh, gonna, like here, yeah. like the okay. profile of it. The profile of it doesn't look bad to me. I mean, <laughs> it looks, you know, turning the, our listeners. We're turning the laptop. Yeah. So that's one of them. Okay. And uh, you're saying that's just on the one side? I would assume it'd be vented at both sides. I read it was left, but maybe uh, you know it could be both. You gotta focus, Again, focus breathing on one side, please. <laughs> well, because that's the left side. Oh, no, it's on both sides. Here's the right side for view of it. Yeah, no, that's not a drawing. That, that's, that's a, a real That's, a real, that's right. real. Okay, um, wow. I'm not sure what the white there is for. You know, and for those of you listening that can't see what we're pointing at. Yeah. <laughs> it's for... But the, the second helmet, he was asking if it was an actual... Um, that's this one? If it was an actual prop or... The, uh, yeah, see, that's a drawing. Yeah, that that's a, that's kind of cool looking. That reminds that definitely me of the old uh, Ralph Ralph Macquarie drawings. Right. Yeah. That mm-hmm. that looks to me like what you'd have on in a desert. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's kind of like a gas with mask the, with helmet the, with the skinny. Mm-hmm. You know, I was thinking like a there. like a almost like a super trooper kind of thing with that kind of style. Okay. Yeah. The broken lizard movie. The broken lizard movie. No, no. <laughs> He's talking about an uh, expanded universe. Oh, gotcha. Character. No, I, was, I was making a joke that apparently no one caught. I caught it, which really me. made the joke not worth it. <laughs> well, you caught it. Okay, good. Okay. There's going to be an episode where they're making beer in one of the scenes of the movie, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> last ca- the last cast member, the member, the guy that was selected was DC Barnes, that mm-hmm. was the grand prize I, winner I from didn't. Denver, Colorado. I didn't care because it wasn't me. Yeah, it's not me. Yeah. So I, don't, I didn't play. <laughs> right, like, gotta play to win. You can't you can't win if you don't play. I can't lose either. <laughs> Correct. Uh, there's a report of on the villains of episode seven, which I didn't read. It's from Latino Review, and there's only one guy that looked like he was Latin that was picked as an actor. So I'm assuming they're <laughs> talking to him. See, <laughs> si. I mean, you know, you never know. They also have leaked um, sketches of what Han Solo might look like. There, he's wearing the Malcolm Reynolds, yes, from Firefly. Yeah, I mean, yes, he is. <laughs> it's almost the same thing. I'm sure that's just more JJ. Like this is. Go with this and see where. Now is that JJ's finger? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we'll uh, see how far but, this thing goes. But it's a dark brown for you know people that haven't seen it. If you want to know, it's a dark brown trench coat. Like it looks, the, it looks like the brown coat from Firefly, or it could be um, a similar coat to what he wore in um, Return of the Jedi, just without camouflage. Yeah, right. yeah. But I mean, yeah. it's just your basic brown, you mm-hmm. know, long trench, long, yeah. long trench, black mm-hmm. pants, and a was that light beige shirt? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Something about that. Somewhere in there. It's, it's his style. I mean, it, it looks like it fits him. I mean, and really, Malcolm Reynolds is kind of based on. I mean, mm-hmm. he'll never admit it, but kind of a Star Wars or kind of a Han Solo character. Well, you he's know, a he's a smuggler. He's, he's a, a smuggler. Yeah. And the other shot is in cold weather gear, and hey, uh, he yeah. looks really old in that. Yeah. Well, especially for an art, especially for an artist rendering. <laughs> yeah. uh, it looks just like it reminds me of the stuff from uh, Empire Strikes Back. Correct. It, it yeah. doesn't look much different from it's what they wore true. in Hoth. It's mm-hmm. you know, it's the official blue version. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's all. And that, and that doesn't doesn't look bad, but yeah, it's definitely nothing like earth shattering. Like nothing that's leaked to me has been like earth shattering. They're like, don't view these images because it's ruining it. Don't post it. It's like it's a desert scene. Obviously, there's there's only three types of planets: desert, mm-hmm. cold, and jungle. You're gonna. You're what gonna, about the lava planet? Oh yeah, there's a lava planet too. That's true. There are lava planets. What about the pretty planets? What about too? Uranus? Okay. <laughs> and a uh, big rumor that came out we talked about earlier yes yes um disney is 
rumored to be releasing the original trilogy on Blu-ray. The original, original, no special effects, special editions, just like we remember it on Blu-ray. Hopefully sometime soon. They said they are kind of having problems with the old masters. So no word on when they're going to do it, but... I can't wait. A lot of old sci-fi shows, they run into problems when they're trying to mm-hmm. upgrade it. Like, um, Babylon 5 is still not available in HD because it was shot in the proper aspect ratio. Like, the people that did that show anticipated higher resolution video and stuff, but so much of it, I guess, was done post-production that they're having problems, like, trying to find a good cost-effective way and a good way where it looks good of bringing it up into, you know... Well, I would right hope they, they would at least do the... Cause I, the think, I don't think it's film. I think it's digital is the problem, the way it was shot, something like that. Because I know um, I a while back on DVD, they did release the original trilogy again, but they released it in like stereo 2.0 sound or something like that. I don't remember that. I own it, so I, I know so that. Like the Dolby, whatever. The yeah, THX and I would just hope stuff. they would do the THX that sounds, version. That sounds like a Thai, it sounds like a Thailand bootleg. <laughs> no, it was official release. Yeah, because uh. everyone complained that they never did it. And they're like, okay, we'll just... Do it like this with the crappy sound and. I mean, were there a lot of were there a lot of changes in Empire Strikes Back that he made? Um, that's probably the one rem- with the no. least amount. I don't of changes. remember seeing a lot in A New Hope. There were there were changes, but I I didn't mind the ones in A New Hope. Like I didn't mind when they're flying into um, Tatooine. No, that's a cool. And, or one. when they're flying into Mos Eisley, you see all the Jawas running around, right. and it, it made it look kind of a, like alive, which it should be. It's a spaceport. That well, was, made it that look was good. bigger is yeah. what they were going yeah. for. Which, it, which I didn't mind. Mm-hmm. Making Han's head move to, to That was horrible. Shot that was hideous. Was and having Greedo shoot first was hideous. I mean, yes. that scene was bad, but yeah. overall, A New Hope, what was done to it wasn't bad to me. I also don't like the... I know some people like it, but I don't like the Jabba the Hutt scene and when they added... Where they removed? Right. Oh, where they added them? Well, well, they they yeah, shot they added him they and shot, they got rid of the old guy. The original they, Jabba the Hutt almost looked like the Rancor Keeper. Yeah. It was a big big dude wearing a big like furry type but he wasn't type but, the, but that old man wasn't supposed to be Jabba the Hutt it was just a representative for him no that was no that was, that was supposed to be Jabba before right. they designed him right oh really that's why that scene was cut because they kind of wanted to redesign the character into something yes. different but I thought they did a nice job on how Jabba looked and moved in that scene yeah, for what for the time period and technology they had which yes. I mean we gotta remember these were remastered what 15 years ago almost mm-hmm. now I mean it I just don't like good. the fact that he walks around him and Steps up like a weirdo, and it just doesn't make any sense. I like he, he steps I, on I, his tail. I actually kind of like that he stepped on his tail. I think it's dumb. Now, after that was obviously they added in with the Boba Fett's introduction character because he wasn't in the original. No, so no. when they when they do release the new uncut versions, are they going to keep that or not? Well, it can't. I, no, because it's, it's, it's not in it. Can't keep it. But that w- that wasn't even poorly. I mean, that was pretty well done too. I mean, I think a New Hope and Empire Strikes Back the modifications weren't horrible, other than Han's head jerking sideways like a robot. And, you know, the job of the Hut thing is divided. I mean, some people like it, some don't. Yeah. The end of the Return of the Jedi putting fucking Hayden Christensen's head there. I yeah. think that's awful. Was, yeah. oh, well, that was, it's just a total kick in the balls to the actors that play. Yeah, that First was, off, why would he look like he did when he was young? Right. You know? Right. That was an insult to Sebastian <laughs> Shaw, which was original Anakin's face. Well, yeah, and, yeah. And, and as if Lucas didn't insult him enough by not telling him that James Earl Jones was going to overdub his voice. Right. So this poor guy had no screen time like of his face or his voice. Did you ever see the post I, I sent to how, how the voice, Darth Vader's voice was originally before James Jones dubbed over it? It's just, you can, I, you never saw that post? I don't know. I I, I don't I'm not sure I if I posted it on our page. It or, rings a bell, my, but I'm not sure if I did. One, but yeah, there's, there's actual a scene when... Uh, when Luke basically turns himself in 
and Endor to to uh, to Vader. Yeah, and right, right. They were talking back and forth to each other, and just it's a, it's Vader's original voice before James Earl Jones. Jones, and oh, it's just got awful. So I can well, see they, why they have a lot of that. Though, <laughs> if if you watch some of the makings and stuff, they have a lot of that where you can see him. They he, the the actor, you know, David Prowse does speak his lines, but he was he always knew he's going to get dubbed out eventually. Right. And they're very muffled because in the mask and everything like that. So now I read that the actor that played him did not know they were going to take that out. That they, no. they he, initially he did not know he was going to be overdubbed. That's what I read. Okay, but I don't know. I mean, th- th- that story changes because yeah. Lucas said he wrote three, and then he said he wrote all six, and then he said he actually wrote nine. At one point, he said he wrote twelve. Yeah, and then he said he wrote three again. So I mean, well, he was dubbed out back at you know New Hope. So I mean, he would have known that. Obviously, he signed up for two more movies after that. So mm-hmm. yeah, well, I think they said that he found he after he saw New Hope, he found out that he they did it. But I mean, I don't know. You know, whichever. I mean, still, he was in the other two. So. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, but it's the one that he did the the worst mods on. Was probably, was probably Return of Jedi. Yes, but then again, that's also a movie that, as a lot of people get older, they don't like as much in the first place. I still like it. I think it's, to me, it's my second favorite. I like after it. Emperor, Empire. When I was yeah. see, when I was a kid, I didn't like Empire because how it ended. I love Empire. I You're a kid, you want to see the good guys win. Never. Plus, right. plus, it was the middle the middle of the '80s, Cold War, USA. You know, Darth Vader was the man. Come so, on. but now that I've gotten older, Empire was definitely the probably best written one yeah out of um, all three uh-huh. and th- probably one of the best directed because he didn't direct it either correct yeah, that's right <laughs> <laughs> it's true i remember yeah. when you were um doing your movie marathon with your with your girl and you, i told you the correct order you need to see was episode five six and then go back to one two everyone three, always has a different way of watching it you know how i'm gonna watch it three four five no four five six and then one two and three mm-hmm. i'm watching them in the way that george lucas intended to screw it up for me Okay, that makes sense. Well, I think there was a, I think there was an episode of uh, Big Bang Theory where Sheldon says that uh, he goes to watch um, the Clone Wars, and I think Sh- Leonard says about watching. Oh, you could watch this without watching that first. He goes, no, no, I'm going to watch him in the way George Lu- Lucas intended to ruin it for me, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I thought was a, a line that most of us can relate to. Yep. I still got to finish the Clone, War- Clone Wars series. I thought it was really good. Are they animated? Where are you at? Yeah. Uh, season two? Two. Oh, you're way behind. Well, this. I mean, I caught, epi- <laughs> I caught episodes periodically yes. throughout. I'm like, I'd see a couple in a row, and yeah. you know, I just never had the time to sit down and watch it all, so I wanna, I'm trying to watch all of it. That is something that there are some episodes you need to watch them in a row. I would, I would go into I would multiple so. stories. Yeah, there's, there's some one-shots in there, too, though, but... A uh, friend of mine went yesterday and uh, went to New Jersey and visited, uh, I guess, Ashley is the character's name for Ashoka. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. The voice of, uh, of Ahsoka. And uh, she confirmed that her character is going to be in uh, Star Wars Rebels. Oh, that, okay. That just came to mind right now. Interesting. Uh, who did you take? You took, who, who's the picture of you with? Oh, that was me today. I was with um, the actress Bing Lee. Or Bailey. Bailing. Bailing, I'm sorry. She was the, in, the, in the Crow. Okay. She was the... Uh, Whatever the villains, whatever she was, I think she was like the witch or something that was yeah. chasing that crow around, and uh, she was also in Star Wars. Doesn't well. say I know she was. She in played Star a center. It was a non-speaking role, so you would barely see her in, uh, you know, uh, Revenge of the Sith. She's still, in, she's still in it. So, right. Yeah. So, so I met her. She's a very quiet person, but uh, it was pretty cool just to get her autograph. So I got a picture with her. So she was in town. So I said, well, hell, why not? Do you just stalk around the city looking for? I got the internet. They tell me when these people call. <laughs> <laughs> the internet tells him where to go, and he's like, "All right, I will be there." Lucas last at last podcast, Lucas was just a hunch because it was actually it was a it was a Chicago International Chicago uh, Film Fest. They were doing a um, anniversary, or I'm sorry, a uh, special presentation for Kevin Klein. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. So it was a showing for him. So he was going to be there. And usually uh, he's he's good buddies with uh, yeah. Robert De Niro. So I was hoping he would come there with uh, Al Pacino because I brought my heat poster with because I wanted him to, to sign it. And then I'm just going on a hunch. If Lucas was in town, maybe he would drop by. But definitely uh, failed in that one. And then I just thought Kevin Klein was an underrated actor. I said he was pretty good. He's all right. Yeah, yeah. He's a good guy. So I, I figured at least I'd see somebody because after waiting outside about two, two and a half hours, didn't see any celebrities whatsoever. So I decided to crash the party. And then that's when they politely asked me to leave or I'm going to get arrested. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, obliged Almost. I obliged and said, okay, it seems like uh, <laughs> this party's already started. I'm not going to see anybody. So and I'm just going to go home now. And, it's, and jail time does not interest me. <laughs> well, he was working on it. He just didn't get there. <laughs> but it, he's in town a lot. So my time will come. I'll find him. You will uh, run into a man tomorrow, in a flannel shirt actually, eventually. Tomorrow I'm going to go stalk his son <laughs> because I, I know they're filming Chicago Fire up on a north side bar. So I'm gonna go over Is there. his son on the show? Or? His son's a um, PA, a, a production assistant oh, okay, yeah. for Chicago Fire. And uh, I used to be uh, extra for season one there, so I used to see him all the time. And uh, I'd be talking about the extras and I'd be like, oh, who are you, which celebrity are you here to see? I'm like, uh, Jet Lucas. Who's that? He's not on the show. Don't worry. I go, if you don't know Star Wars, you don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, Lucas's boy is on the show there, so I'm going to try and uh, get him tomorrow. That's my that's my goal. Okay. Interesting. You know, there's a photo that somebody, well, it's an artist rendition of uh, what somebody claims is what the stormtroopers look like, other than the helmet. I mean, it's not. It's, but then this helmet like, looks different from the helmets we just looked at, too. Yeah, but that's similar to the uh, Ralph Macquarie drawings yeah. of the past. Does that stormtrooper have a lightsaber? Yes. That's why I think th- those that are might be old. Sa- that might be safer right. for them. But those are old <laughs> concept drawings from the original A New Hope. Because I could even see yeah. the Star oh, Killer character in the corner there. Yeah. So I mean, those are those are really old. Well, and that is not an exclusive by that yeah. website, yeah. is Don't it? Not at all. Everything you see there. Yeah, you can't always believe the internet. No, right. but that's why I have you guys on the show because yeah. you guys know far more about the. Well, I, that well, kind I of stuff try. I, do. Right. I try. That's why on our, our site, I only post facts and what's basically accurate, not these all these rumors and stuff that's going to be on here. No, I mean we talk about that. During Otherwise, the show. there'd be so much garbage on there. You just don't know what to what to believe. I mean, we kind of have to talk about it during the show because there's nothing else to. Right. Yeah. Well, that's what when Rebels are for. When, when, when Rebels comes out, we'll be able to do a review sh- section for each of the episodes. Yeah, oh, cool. Yeah. I mean, when you think about it, take 15, 20 minutes and you know yeah, talk about cool. the episode. But yeah, Latin review. We talked about. The potential spoilers you said Inquisitors already, which the Inquisitors are most likely the main villains in the film. That's what they're saying. That's what this report was from. Uh, that that uh, the Latin Review and Badass Digest both say uh, both mention the, the Inquisitors. And so. I thought one of the interesting things that I read from that is um, the possibility of Darth Vader being in the film briefly. Like you said, in like a flashback. In a flashback scene, and it was also mentioned that he might be played by WWE superstar Sheamus. Except for that part, the <laughs> fact that yeah, the flashback scene would definitely be cool. They'll have to, they'll have to tie it in one way or another. Like, yeah, does it really matter, matter who plays him at that point? It doesn't really matter. I don't think. <laughs> I, I just found I, that but the I'm, person I mean, they okay. chose. I, if if that's the case, I just find that to be odd, an odd choice. No, well, it could be worse. They could have said, you know, Darth Vader played by Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Well, or yeah. Vin Diesel. I mean, I chose one of the whitest people on the planet to play one of the darkest, evilest characters with in the, the world with, with the <laughs> red handlebar mustache. Yes. Well. So go there, again, you're not going to see any of that. Though. I know you're yeah. not going to see anything, and, it, and it's like I said, it's they the, could they could have a PA on the on the on the 
they could have anybody from the production staff play the part as long as they're tall enough. Yeah. I mean, if it's just a flashback scene, they're not going to really... It's, it's right. supposed to be a very small, brief flashback of the Inquisitors or some type of force under Darth Vader. Right. So, I mean, even if they're using Seamus, I mean, just for his height, obviously they're not going to show his face. So. Yes. I'm really glad that... And he's, they're not going to use his voice either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm very glad there is not. But, well, James Earl Jones is still around, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm sure he can, he can say, No! One more time. Can yeah. he do it as horribly as uh, Hayden Christensen, though? <laughs> well, he did it pretty shitty in, in the end of that film. So his that that scene is awful. Such a cool scene ruined by bad voice, uh, bad bad writing. So yeah, there was a lot of bad points ri- in bad writing. Yes, yeah, in the first which trilogy. which. Because of that, because of that, makes me think maybe he did really write them in that order, because an, um, episode one was really boring and poorly written. It was pro- most of it was about a trade dispute, and it, it's like it's just not exciting at all. There's no. not a lot going on. Second one was a little better, the writing of it. I thought so, a, yeah, a little bit. And then the third one, other than a few parts like that, it was got a little better. I mean, most people say that you know that one's the better of all three. I think overall it's the best of the first three. Um, Which would go along with, you know, okay, maybe he's writing them as he goes along and his writing's getting better as he's writing them. Because by the time you get to episode four and five, I mean, the writing's pretty good. Oh, yeah. You know, or he got better editors. That's a possibility, well, too. Here's the thing when episodes four and five are written, so seven, eight, nine are already written as well. It's just. The whole, well, that's what he the whole says. Yeah. Well, that's what I said. Is that one, he, two, three were Lucas's babies that he started. Basically, he obviously knew what direction he was going with, but then he wrote those obviously after the originals. But seven, eight, nine are already done, so it, it, it's, it's going to fall under what basically makes the uh, you know cutting room floor and what gets edited, and obviously how it's going to be directed. But because I have an interview somewhere with George Lucas, and it was on. I have a VHS box set. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I still have it anymore, but it was the old box set, okay. the originals, and. At the end, there's interviews with Lucas on all three of them. Sure. First off, those. those were not exciting interviews to sit through and watch and listen to. He was very dull in those, which I was like, wow, I can't believe you wrote Star Wars. <laughs> but I don't know if it was in there, but I've watched multiple interviews with him where he's changed the number of episodes he's written. Like I said earlier, he claims that he had written one, two, three, four, five, and 6. And then there's another interview point where he says he's written 9 of them. And then at some point, I think he even says he wrote 12 and then he goes back to six. So only George Lucas really knows. And if he did write seven, eight, and nine, are those what Disney had writers rewrite, you know, to update it and correct whatever might be correct? And who knows? I don't know. I don't think Disney's is actually writing it at all. I, I believe Lucas has – it's down. I bet, I bet there was a clause in this whole contract when he sold his stuff over to Disney that the movies are going to be – how it is they might polish it up a little bit well, so i mean it. i mean they pre- they but had, as far as the initial concept because the it's script, gonna be lucas's way from, from when we don't have a script to we have a script it was really no. quick because i mean it was a really short amount of time yeah because him and jj supposedly are talking on a daily basis on things so if, mm-hmm. if if disney had anything to do with it it'd be their executives and and, and lucas could have just basically been uh, you know re- retired on an island somewhere but lucas is involved in this pr- in this production for well, sure they may be doing it the same way that um who does uh, Game of Thrones? HBO? Oh, uh, HBO, yeah. yeah. Well, the writing staff for Game of Thrones has sat down with George R. R. Martin a mm-hmm. few times, and he's oh, told them the direction he wants the story to end up in, or the way he wants it to go, because the guy takes like 10 years to write a book. Well, it's, mm-hmm. it's similar. And, with, you, know, you know, he he even says, he's like, I don't know how long I'm going to be around. I don't know if I'll be around long enough to finish the story off. 
and the the way those that show's coming out so quick, I mean, it's going to catch up with all the books he's written real fast. Then what are we going to do? But going, going off that that show, and I mean, so maybe that's I how heard, they did it with Star Wars. I, I, heard, I heard I don't read the books, but I heard from people that read the books that the show goes. It's almost identical to the books, but there's change. Oh, the of main course. characters, the ages are different. And yeah, stuff, there's so. always going to be something so here and there. Yeah, there's going to be change. And that's what I'm getting at with, with the whole with, uh, Lucas and Star Wars. Yeah, Disney, there's going to be some change. They're going to polish it up a little bit, but the initial concept as far as what direction that these movies are going with. You are, believe it's what Lucas had in mind. Absolutely. I hope so. Well, I hope it's good at least, too. See, that's... <laughs> that's but do you think if he had not... Did he direct the, first, the prequels? Yes. yes. Yeah, he directed. And that's why everyone... I was going to say, do you think if he had not directed the prequels, they would have been better? Like, if he had given just a little bit of leeway and said, here's a different director, and had people help with the script other than just him do it? I think so, because I think so too, people yeah. obviously bash on, you know, Jake Lloyd, even though he was on our show, I think he was a great actor. But I don't think of, it was his fault. A lot I mean, of, exactly. Yeah. A lot of people complained he was whiny. A lot in of fact, people in complained fact, I had, Christensen's character was whiny. In so. fact, I had an argument with somebody that's a friend of mine. I'm like, how can you blame the failure of a script on an actor? Right. I mean, no. he was, he's a seven-year-old kid. Exactly. And he'd had other roles that he was fine in. I right. mean, and and most of the this. movie, he get, wasn't Get bad. any other eight-year-old in front of a screen with, with 30, 40 people uh, watching you, and you've got to remember your lines. And you're with people like uh, Liam Neeson. And, and, yeah, and, 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 let's, Portman, and you know? let's not forget the part that you're talking about Star Wars. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you're talking about one of the biggest movie trilogies of all time ever, or biggest movie franchise of all time ever. You know, right. so there's a lot more pressure there, too, than like, hey, you're going to be in uh, Halloween 2. <laughs> you're gonna be in, you're gonna be one of the extras. What's wrong with Halloween too? You're gonna you're gonna be in Sleepaway Camp. Okay, that, there you go. Well, it was better than Halloween three, right? Wasn't that the season of the witches one? Yeah, which was, that the, was, that the, was that the one where like the company's making those masks? And, yes, like, yes. Come, okay, I remember yes. that one. I don't remember the which first. Had two. nothing to do with Michael Myers. Yeah, like, why even bother? I love Halloween too because it picked up right where Halloween ended. It I just randomly cool. picked the movie. <laughs> I know. I'm just I mean, saying. I'm just saying the, Hall- the Halloween franchise doesn't make and it doesn't have the scrutiny that Star Wars does. I understand. Okay, so fine. I, I enjoy said, those movies. There's like six sleepaway, there's six, six sleepaway camp movies. There's my point. <laughs> Is there? I always saw one. There's like four or five, and now Is they're it? trying to make another one with the original guy or something. Yeah, the original I producer. S- I saw one of those. Bruce Springsteen's sister, I think, was who was the murderer in those. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, think was, I think it was his sister in three of them. I think it was Sleepaway Camp. That's hilarious. I mix those up with another f- string of horrible B-movies from the 80s that we all love to watch. Mm-hmm. Those movies had death scenes in them. That to this day, when I watch something modern, I go, "That's just ripping off an old movie from the '80s." I always forget which one, but it's always one of those. <laughs> like she grills two guys on a on a giant grill. I'm like, "Yeah, all Saw does is cut people up." There's a current movie I just saw recently on uh, Netflix. It was Hatchet. It's called. And same I wonder, thing. What, I wonder what that's same about. Thing. It's current current movie, but it's basically based off how '80s uh, you know slasher films. There's were. only so many ways to and kill you, people in right. a movie, and you know, and it's totally predictable. But you know it's going to happen. But it's, it's still fun to watch. You know where the pinnacle was? The pinnacle was Fargo when they put him in a wood chipper. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of it's kind of about the it, that's about it. <laughs> you know, I mean, everything's been done. Wood chippers, acid, hatchets, grills, drownings. It's all been done. Yeah. So, but, um, no, but, yeah, I mean, I, I don't obviously blame most of the actors. And Hayden Christensen had been in other roles before. And, right. you know, um, did you, like, you, a, did you Mc- like him, Looper? I didn't see it. No, you didn't see it? Ewan McGregor, I'd seen in other movies before. And I thought oh. he was a good actor. Ewan oh. McGregor was, I think, Although, wasn't really he was great. Obi-Wan. Isn't his, yeah, uncle, yeah. isn't his uncle the guy who played Wedge and told him not to do it? Hmm. I, I thought his uncle was, I thought his oh. uncle was oh. one of the actors in from, the original from, ones and told him, don't take the role. Hmm. Okay. I don't. Well, I know Wedge has declined to be in 
They asked yes. him to be in episode seven. Yes. The actor who played Wedge, and he declined he, it. He said no because no, I remember that. The reason why is because of, I, I guess he read the script and he had a limited role. He said he wanted more. He wanted to be more involved or or forget about it. So. I'm still curious why they haven't, you know, invited Billy D to be on the film. Have you I seen we talked lately? about before? That's because he's going to be in episode eight. Oh, you think so? Absolutely. Yeah, okay. He might just not. I mean, he's not starring they, Empire. You, you, so why you, not? You uh, can't, if you jam every single character into the first exactly. one, there's nothing left yeah. for it. Yeah. You know, it's no meat. There's no meat on the bone for you. There's the been such ones. a demand for him, and uh, I, I feel he's going to be in episode eight. That'd be great. He'll come out with a well, bottle of Colt 45 and save the universe. He'll come, stumble, he'll come stumbling <laughs> out of his office on Dustbin with a bottle of Colt 45 and two hookers. <laughs> when I met him, there was a guy <laughs> behind me hookers. waiting in line to get his autograph, and he had a call, bottle, or, sorry, a tall 40-ounce can of Colt 45. I'm like, you're going to get that signed? He's like, hell yeah. I'm like, wow. <laughs> and at one time, he refused to do it, but I guess now he just doesn't care. He's like, well, whatever. <laughs> Money's money, right? So, But yeah, I'm like that. I go, I'd be pissed if you had that yeah, at your house and you know you were drunk one night and some, some guy came over and... <laughs> <laughs> but as long as you have the bottle with the, I mean, if you still have the bottle with the signature, you still have a bottle with the signature. Yeah, but you gotta keep the Colt forty five in there, man. Right. That's, that's where all the value is. Exactly. <laughs> like wine's gonna age. I forgot, I forgot that Ewan McGregor was in uh, Trainspotting. He's in a lot of great films. Yeah, actually, he really is. He's actually not a big. I love actor him in um, Big Fish, good. that Tim Burton movie. Didn't see that one. No, that's a really good movie. I'm trying to find who his uncle is. I bet you it was on IMDb where it said it. Why wouldn't it be? It's always on IMDb. Everything is these days. Because I don't want to have, like, you know, I don't want to give, like, the wrong, you know, information in. Is that, See, like, is that like how TMZ is for TV? IMDb is for the by, by appearing in Star Wars, he continued a family tradition of sorts. His uncle Dennis Lawson had played Wedge and Tilly's in the original trilogy. You nailed it. You nailed and, it. Man. Yeah, he was. Dennis Lawson told him not to take the role. And, would you, seriously, would you tear, would you turn it down? Not at all. No, I wouldn't. Have, no, that's a because huge really, role. His, his character wasn't life. bad either. He's not. He's not doing any. I know he recently just got married and has has a has a baby. But as he, I think he's done filming it. He's probably just hanging up, and I'm sure he can just live off the royalties and be fine. See, realistically, I think, uh, and I don't, I don't remember if Jake Lloyd really said it himself, but I think he shied away from it more from. Not the movies themselves, but just p- so many people being like, oh, you're Anakin Skywalker. I'm sure he just got tired of hearing it. Absolutely. Even if it wasn't meant in a bad way, right. you know, you're a seven, eight-year-old kid walking down the street, and everyone's like, oh, you're, you know, you're Anakin Skywalker. Right. And kids at school are going to start calling you Anakin. Yeah, I can, I can see Now, from it, our it perspective, we'd all be like, awesome. But right. if you put yourself in the shoes of him, right. you know, probably not what he wanted the rest of his life. But as we talked about before, you know, the geeky stuff is in now. It's cool. Before, back in the day. What? Yeah, it's, it's it interesting how the world has yeah. changed that way. Yeah, but now it's almost trendy. You get, now no, it's almost trendy, Comic-Cons. like hipster trendy. The Wizard World is sold out now. You, you, you that is ridiculous. Ago, and the prices are, are insane. And they're charging. Th- th- you know what they're doing they now, too? They're, free tickets ago they're charging separate for um, for certain panels. Like Matt yes. and Karen from uh, Doctor Who, you have to pay separately if you want to see them. I don't really want to see them. I'll wait till they're like washed up, which is going to happen soon because really, I don't see either of them that have made anything spectacular. She was pretty good in Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, the panels you don't have to pay for. You just no, you have, have to keep No, no, you have to pay for that panel now. Oh, so it's not an open. But what panel? they're but what they're doing is what I found out is here in Chicago. What Wizard World did is they said, okay, you could buy the ticket to the show and you could buy the panel ticket. Maybe it's to make maybe it's to make sure you're guaranteed to get a spot in the panel because you know that's gonna you know well, that line's gonna, gonna be out the door. Yeah. yeah. So maybe it's that, or they said, or you could just buy the ticket for the panel, and they did that with the Star Trek one too. 
So really, if you don't want to see the rest of the show and you just want to go there for one thing, okay. it's not a bad deal I if you pay 50 sure. bucks just for the panel right. that you want to see. Yeah. They're going to let you in without a pass, though, just to see a panel? Remember how they have it set up, though? The panel rooms are off to the side. You don't have to go into the main entrance to get to them. I think last year we had to walk out of the main entrance and make a right to go to the panel rooms. Oh, oh, yeah, or they were, or they, no, or that they were is upstairs. True. They, they were, were in a different room. Yeah, yeah. they were in a different section. Escalator. No, yes. upstairs. Yeah. Upstairs was and the vendor. Was the artist alley and everything. Yes, and then the panels were in separate in, rooms. in a separate area. Yeah. So they, they can rope it off like that. Yeah. That's what about. So that's really not a horrible idea. I mean, that is A lot of people really rip on Wizard World because of the prices, but I've seen other. I go to cons that it's for one thing. And it's almost the same price. 55 bucks for one TV show and maybe a couple celebrities versus 65 bucks for a whole ton of stuff, including a massive vendor area. And st- it's a lot different to me. So, yeah. I, un- I can understand where a lot of people don't like Wizard World because a lot of people complain about, well, I don't care about seeing the celebrities. Well, then obviously C2E2's for you. Mm-hmm. you know, Because that's more orientated towards right. comics and stuff. And not so much, hey, here's you know a, a Star Trek panel with the reunion of the characters or here's Bruce Campbell talking about Evil Dead. If you don't care about that, then sure, you go to the ones you go to the smaller ones, or you go to C two E two where they have panels on crafting and panels on you know yeah. It's just a different what you like. Mm-hmm. Like I've been to C two E two twice. I I'll go next year probably. I don't enjoy it. I love it. I think it's. Great. I don't enjoy it as much. Um, Joanna was trying to get, well the autograph situation too mm-hmm. on their thing on their site that day. It still said they were there, and then it's like we get there and they're like, "Yep, oh, they're not there," or that like you know, mm-hmm. it's just. I can understand things happen. Don't get me wrong, but it's just based on our areas. I mean, obviously, San Diego Comic Con. I'm sure the tickets already sold out for next year. It's just it's insane. Yeah. Oh, that's how it Beer is. Here, Chicago, yeah. New York Comic Cons. They're just the, they're the three biggest ones. Obviously, it's the three biggest uh, you know metropolitan areas. But to me, I prefer the smaller cons because you can actually talk to these celebrities. See, that's the nice thing. And smaller you ones. can have conversations with them. Here, you go to Chicago, C two two. It's like a conveyor belt. You go up there. Yep. Hi, how you doing? You want a picture? Quick, next, and then you're in and out. Depending mm-hmm. on the celebrity, like I, I talked to Peter Davison from Doctor Who for like five minutes, but then again, there were only three other people online mm-hmm. because. He does. Certain celebrities do well at like con specific to what they're at. Sure, you know, like if there was a Star Wars con, all the Star Wars characters. Well, Star Wars does characters do well everywhere. Star Wars actors. Well, they're, they're at most and same of the with shows Star Trek. Too. But there's like offshoot ones like Farscape and that where people are. You always see like there's like no one in line for some of them, and you're like, oh, I almost want to go and get an autograph just to make you feel good. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, that was at Wizard too. I mean, when we went last year, there was a couple lines. You're like. Maybe we should go see that guy from Warehouse 13. He seems a little bored. Yeah, And actually, <laughs> C2E2, last year they had the Pirates of the Caribbean cast. But, of course, no Johnny Depp, and mm-hmm. no, but they had a stunt double. There was no one in yeah. line at all the whole day. Yeah. Because people, you know, some for certain things, people want to see the celebrity. Well, I was there last year. Did you see Pat Oswalt? He was there. I saw him walking the... Oh, no, I didn't see him walking around. I saw... What's his name? Um... Oh, it was this year. I saw. He was signing for free. That was who's phenomenal. that big guy? Brian Posen. I expect the lines. The lines were going out the door. I saw Brian Posen uh, walking around. Okay. Okay. C two E two. So, but like I said, it depends what what you're into. If you're into the movie and the entertainment aspect of it, I think Wizard World's more your thing. I just don't. Or understand. the pop culture side of it more so. <laughs> I don't understand how they sell out of four day or three day passes. How do you sell out of passes? Damn, yeah, but Chicago Tardis is the same way. Chicago, Chicago Tardis sold out of weekend pa- uh, full weekend passes are gone. I think all they have are Saturday and Sunday or something now. You got, but they never used to sell out of those passes well, because before. You know what? Why are they limiting? Well, them? I'm going to use Chicago Tardis as an example of what may be the cause. Doctor Who got really popular, right? Obviously, this is not Star Wars, but it, yeah. about cons in general. Mm-hmm. And they used to do 1,200 people a day. 
last year they got so hammered with people that walked in and the normal ticket holders and everything that there were people that paid for the premier autograph experiences and stuff that didn't get it. There were people that waited in line all day for stuff and didn't get it because they couldn't handle the amount of people that came in. And each space, like even Rosemont, where Wizard is, or C2E2 at McCormick, each space really is only supposed to be allowed so many people Mm -hmm. to be in there. And I think because of, like you said, in pop culture, how popular all this stuff is now, more and more people are going, and I think that's why they need to limit it for security purposes, for safety purposes, so people don't wait in line and not get what they were they paid for and get pissed off. Okay, you know, I think there's a lot involved in it. And I also think when people come down on the bigger cons like Wizard World of San Diego or New York about being too expensive, they don't realize like, okay, you're talking about Rosemont. It's probably cheaper than downtown Chicago. Like C two E two is in an off time, so McCormick yeah. Place is cheap. Yeah, right. Wizard World's not. It's the end of the summer here. Mm-hmm. And it's in Rosemont, but I guarantee they have a lot more security than, like, a smaller con that they have to pay for. There's probably a lot more hoops to jump through for fire safety in the building. And in Rosemont, they can't do their own networking. There's a company that does that they have to dish out to. And I was reading that a lot of celebrities, like Matt Smith and Karen Gillan, their agents have been asking, like, primo dollars for appearances, which has raised a lot of the cost, too. I I think bigger cons are going to be more expensive, not only because of the people that are there, but there's just the logistics cost so much more too. Okay. As a fan, you don't see the no, you don't outside the boxes. No, of course. As a fan, you're like, why the hell am I paying this? Right, mm-hmm. right. Because a lot of people think that oh, these celebrities, why they're charging forty dollars an autograph? Well, it's going to their pockets. Most, some of them are just it's just a certain percentage. They get yeah. they get paid they get paid to come to the show mm-hmm. a certain flat fee, and then whatever autographs they sell. Is they get a percentage. That's why there's always a person next to them yeah. that manages and, and, and yeah. does write down how many you're going to buy. And, all that and same thing so. with the photo ops. And, and photo same thing with everything. Well. Because, you know, there's also, in, it, to go along with that, is, you know, there's agents involved in a lot of celebrities. Right. You know, some of these guys that have been around 20, 30 years probably don't have an agent. It's probably just them, and they're like, well, I've done this enough times, whatever. Mm-hmm. But when you're talking about someone that's a hot commodity, like, you know Matt and Matt and Karen, or Andy when Walker Star War, or when Star Wars comes out, and you know any of them go to a con, even if it's a side character, you know that agent's going to be like, "Hey, I can make buco bucks here." Oh yeah, right. you know. I mean, I'm sure San Diego. I'm sure the agents and the 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 uh, most of the actors that show up there are not charging like ten bucks an hour to be there. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Right. I'm sure. You know, and like I said, there's smaller cons. There's cons that are specific for one thing that it's kind of pricey, even, you know, to me. And other people say they'd rather pay that and go there than, like, Wizard World. And I'm like, well, I get a lot less bored at somewhere where there's a lot of shit going on. Than, yeah. You know, because I have people that tell me all the time, well, Wizard World's too expensive. I'm going to Dragon Con. I'm like, isn't that in Atlanta? Yes. Yeah. Like, don't, so don't you have to pay to get there? Mm-hmm. Then you have to pay to stay? Mm-hmm. Well, we'll all split it, a room and there'll be like 19 of us up. in a room. No. I saw that Guild episode. I'm not going to spend a, 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 a con weekend in a room with 19 other people. Not happening. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that either. You know, and if you're younger, hey, you know, if I was young, I'd be like, yeah, let's go. Right. If I was single, I'd be like, yeah, let's go for sure. You're paying a little bit more you know, for the convenience of obviously having yeah. that right here in our backyard. So, yeah. <laughs> At the end of the month, I'm going to Canada to their fan expo over there. And they're, they're, last year, they had 100,000 people there. That's twice the size of of uh, our Wizard World here, so the thing's gonna be huge. So I expect it's gonna be chaotic and crazy. And yeah. then when you have some that big, yeah, you're gonna have big stars that are gonna be there. And of course, the prices are gonna be high. So I mean, expect co- that. Yeah. But but 
my my question was the fact that why why limit why limit it? Well, why limit it is far one, but with Wizard World, it's just for as small as it is, they just try, it's just inflated right now because. Well, I'm sure there's more. I'm sure they sold services. more than they did last year. Well, here's another thing. I think too. they also limit the amount that you could pre-order because they, you know, people are going to walk up. Why, why? Why do we have to pay for Thursday? You know, like you don't have to. Well, I know Thursday you don't. Is, but Thursday's a non-panel day. It's, mean, it's, there's yeah. nothing going yeah. on on yeah. Thursday. They charge you extra for the four-day pass. They used to have a three-day pass. Why can't they just still have a three-day pass right. and a four-day pass? Or how about a two-day pass? Like I want to just go Saturday, Saturday and Sunday. Sunday. But a lot of cons I have mean, that same. A lot of cons do that same thing. So I mean, I get, that's a question across the board. Yeah. Because even like, like I want to go to Chicago Tower Saturday and Sunday. Because I, I might, you know, I, those are the days I want to go. Mm-hmm. And I can't go Friday because we have a family thing we usually do. So Saturday and Sunday. But there's either a three-day pass or I have to buy each day individually. And it's probably cheaper to buy the three-day pass. It's within, it's within like five bucks, yeah. yeah. But pretty much, yeah, it's cheaper. Mm-hmm. So it's same idea. It's like it's not, it's not just one of them doing it. Yeah. Like I think people like always, like you said, fans don't think outside the box or look outside the box. They see what happens in their city and they go... What the hell? Like, we were at Shifi Zero, or uh, the first Shifi convention, and everyone, it was at the Palmer House Hilton, and everyone was, they did a nice job, but I think they only had, they had like 3,000 people. So, there was a lot of room to walk around and everything, and for what, for having to throw together something quick, because there was a bunch of issues where they had it planned out, then they broke, then there was some contract breakdown with the hotel they were going to have it at originally, then it was canceled, then they came out and, and managed to do it. It was nice. It was small. It was probably more like a regular con, but there would not have been enough for me to be like, I'm going to stay here all day. Okay. Right. But it's their first one, you know, and they're starting off. They're small. I, I get it. You know, I think they had somebody from Babylon 5 there and, you know, they had some other people I'd seen in other places before. But it was nice in, it, that it was kind of small, but, you know, of course it's cheaper, but you're also, I have to park downtown and food prices are higher and you're always going to run into something. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's in general. And that's why I think um, Wizard World went to four days because there's so much going on that you can't really squeeze in. Because you could spend a day alone waiting in line for autographs. True. You know, these Walking Dead true. characters, you could be in line for two, three hours. I mean, realistically, Thursday and Friday are the days you're not going to get a good discount on shit to buy, but those are the days that you can relax and walk around and right. see see what you might want to pick up or see, you know, because there's not a whole lot going on, th- especially Thursday. Friday, there's some panels and stuff, but it's never really been like the big names right. going mm-hmm. off Friday, you know? Right. Because for me, in my experience as a con goer, I would, Thursday I wouldn't do it, but I usually would do a three-day weekend. I'll, Friday, I'll go in and knock my stuff out, get all the autographs I need, and get that all taken yeah. care of. and then the rest and of the days... And then Saturday just, and Sundays, yeah. I'll just I'll probably cosplay or something, you know, dress up and walk around. Because when you're in costume, you can't do those kind of things. So yeah. Just, yeah. You get flooded by people that want to take your pictures and stuff, which is awesome, but it's just, you don't... You won't be able to sit in a panel and do those kinds of well, things. Well, and that's the, that's the problem with celebrities too. Is that celebrities want to be able to enjoy the con too? That people don't people don't understand that a lot of the celebrities that go there do dress up and go out because they have to dress up because people are going to recognize them if they don't, and they want to enjoy the con too. Right. And it's hard for them because yeah, they have Elijah autographs. Wood, you have, Elijah Wood is known for that. Yeah, you'll just yeah. walk around and you wouldn't no idea who he yeah. is. But you have autograph sessions, you have panels, you have photo ops, and multiple times a day. So yeah, it's it's hard on a lot of people. It's not you know. I think people just have this conception that everyone goes there and just sits where they're at. You know, um, speed dating. Yeah, kind of, kind of, yeah. So what do you dress up as? I, uh, Greedo. Oh, cool. Character, yeah. I, um, With, without the burn mark. Yeah. You, you saw my, yeah, without the burn <laughs> You saw my mask. I, yeah. yeah. I, I, it's basically a screen accurate, and uh, I'm trying to get into, I'm not sure 
if it's uh, 501 approved or uh, Rebel Legion because it's more of a HUD faction. So okay. I'm kind of like in between. So I'm, I'm probably going to lean more towards uh, Rebel. I'm a Rebel Legion member as it is. Well, really not a member, more of a just a uh, I'm a candidate right now. So I, okay. I, uh, my first costume was uh, Endor Commando. Oh, cool. So nice. I, have, I have the trooper outfit. And uh, I actually, when I went to uh, uh, Celebration 6 in Orlando, I uh, just dressed up normally, and their group thought I was one of them. They're like, are you coming? I'm like, well, where am I going? Oh, we're going to do a group picture outside. Uh, okay, why not? So I just totally crashed their party. Jimmy just crashed their party. Yeah. Jimmy just unintentionally Hung out with some guys, got to know them, and some of them were actually were local here. So I just you know, talked to them online and on forums and stuff, and then I'm uh, probably going to start trooping soon, as soon as I uh, have it completely, uh, completely finished. Nice. Well, that's cool. Well, you yeah. mentioned uh, Orlando, Disney. Um, Disney's been talking about actually expanding their Star Wars presence at the uh, Disney parks. Right. I'm hoping they're going to do uh, Disneyland next year for Celebration 7. Okay. Because it's in Anaheim next year. So I, I'm hoping. I, I don't know what's going on at the park so far, but their they're talks they are going to make their own separate theme park. So mm-hmm. I, I hope it's ready by then. Have you gone to any of them? I've not gone to any of them. I did go to, um, I don't know, a long time ago and saw some of the, the Star Wars stuff that they had at Disney. Like the Star Tours ride and okay. stuff like that. I mean, but I mean, it was a very small presence. And I know they do the Star Wars weekend every year, right. which is really cool. I'd love to go for one of those. But, yeah, maybe one day I'll yeah. go again. Mark Hamill was there this year, but uh, he wasn't signing. He was just part of yeah. the parade. I know, I know, there, I know uh, Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill are supposed to be starting to make appearances for the, for the new movie sometime soon for okay. episode seven. I know I saw something about, you know, they have public appearances coming up. I don't know. I really don't know how far along. When's the release date supposed to be? No, December next year. Next That's what year. I thought. Yeah. It's only a year away, right? Yeah, they got plenty of time. Harrison yeah. Ford right now is still, he's premiering uh, Expendable 3, so he's he's busy doing that. Yeah. And, and flying back and forth. Hobbling around the Millennium Falcon. Flying back and forth between there and going to London, so. Yeah, but I know they're supposed to be doing more. They're supposed to start gearing that up coming up in the next couple months. No, I love Harrison Ford, but he is really a boring person to do interviews with most of the time. I, I find I can imagine that. I'd like to see. I haven't seen Mark Hamill do an interview in a long time, so I'd like to see what he's. Did like. you know Harrison grew up in Park Ridge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll be I'll all that. Before he went out to uh, California. Yeah, you know what? You know um, why Mark Hamill, where Mark where Mark Hamill got the scar? That's not how his face got fucked up. It was a motorcycle accident, wasn't it? Was a, it was yeah? He was filming Corvette Summer, I think, in between two of the Star Wars movies, and he had a. Mo- I think it was a motorcycle accident, mm-hmm. a car accident. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like, ooh. And, yeah, the last and, movie and, I and seen. And Corbett Summer wasn't even that good of a movie. <laughs> well, the last movie I've seen Mark Hamill in, he was actually really good. It was a independent film called Sushi Girl. Oh, he's in that, yeah. yeah I've heard about he that. He was really, really, well, he, he just did a that's, fantastic job. That's an intense job. movie kinda, from what I heard, too. Yeah, and he kind of took, uh, it seemed like he took a little bit of his Joker persona. Oh, he'd have from to, because that's, that's a mobster movie. It's kind of, yeah, it's like a yeah. mobster movie. It wasn't really like the Joker, but he took kind of like that ideal or that and into yeah. his performance. And it, it, when, when did that's it, a pretty good when movie. When did it come out? Last year? Was uh, this year? It was like two, two years Re- ago, rather, I think. Yeah, rather it's recent. recent. Yeah, it's a recent film. Recent. I didn't know he was being, you know, in front of the camera again. I thought he was just doing voice acting. No, no, he that was yeah. the, yeah, the most recent film I think he's been in in a while. Well, he, did, he, he wasn't in, a, I, throughout the 90s, he was in the Wing Commander games. And that was all full motion video, mm-hmm. the videos of him and stuff. But I mean, yeah, I don't. I know. I was. When did he take over the Joker role? Was that in 
Mask um, of the Phantasm? He did some... Fan- he, well, besides cartoons, he was doing some video yeah. games as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I know yeah. that. Dark yeah. Asylum and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he... he this Joker care His Joker voice is great. I mean, oh, he yeah. He's fantastic. Really good. It's a, he's an interesting guy. So, and if you haven't seen that movie, I recommend it. I've never, ta- I've never met or interviewed any of the Star Wars cast. Well, I met Jake, Jake Lloyd. And oh, so there him. you go. He, he was cool. He was cool. I thought you were going to correct yourself, so that's good. Yeah. I was like, well, <laughs> I guess I should have said the original trilogy. I'm, yeah. work, I'm working on some more people. I'm that's cool. That's cool. Sometimes some, I think, some I think people we, we got to talk to their agents. I think you guys, we, you I think if we set could, up times. Yeah. And yeah. I think if we uh-huh. can show that we have more than four episodes and we consistently produce stuff, that would probably help too. It's <laughs> <laughs> a possibility. <laughs> Hey, it only took only winter. took to episode two to get your first guest. So I mean, wow. Yeah, yeah it was so a good guest. Started off pretty good. Yeah. Unfortunately, I couldn't be here for that one. Yeah. We we sent uh, we sent the well wishes for me, Tim. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. Well, we should have him on again. He's he seems like a good guy, so he, he'd probably do it again. Oh, he great. Us. Very laid back. Yeah. Very relaxed. Nice guy. Well, how old is he now? Okay. I don't stalk him too much on Facebook. Just once in a while, I'll see, uh, <laughs> see a few things. Yeah. yeah. Funny story with that, though, when my uh, when you came over for my son's first birthday back in uh, mm-hmm. back in uh, July, <laughs> I uh, actually messaged him and said, "This is a long shot, but in case you might be in the Chicagoland area, I got I got my friends that come from uh, from the podcast. Maybe you might want to stop by <laughs> my kid's birthday party." I mean, I didn't expect much, but he actually politely you know, he politely declined, but at least he he responded yeah. back. So yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, he's local. I, He's yeah, um, Indiana, Evansville, Indiana, which okay. is not too far from Indy. Indy, and there's going to be a con there in November, so I, I want to ask him if he's going to be attending that one. What con did you say you, for now, next year that we should all go? Next year, it's in February. It's uh, Shock Culture, is called. Where's that? And at? it's like uh, it's going to be in Indy, Indianapolis. Okay. And um, it's almost like a bounty hunter reunion, reunion from S, from uh, episode um, Empire Strikes Back. Oh, cool. Um, mm-hmm. With the exception Daniel Logan, young Boba Fett's going to be okay. there. But then you have. Alan, Hall- Alan, sorry. Alan Harris, which is Bosk, okay. is going to be there. Kathy Monroe is um, Zuckus. Okay. And uh, Chris Parsons is uh, Forlom. Cool. So, out, and one more, you got, um, you got you got to have a rebel, right? So sure. it's going to be, uh, uh, what's his face? Oh, I can't think of it right now. Uh, Luke's uh, co-pilot in, in uh, Empire. John Morton, uh, he played Dak. Dak. Oh, okay. oh Dak. Okay. okay. And he was also uh, Boba Fett in... Uh, and Bespin as well. So he played oh, those okay. two characters. Huh. Yeah. He I played Boba Fett? Really? Yeah, he did. That's interesting. Because yeah. I always thought, what's it, Jer- well, was it Jerry? Yeah, Jeremy? Jeremy uh, Bullock is, is yeah. the main character. But during that scene, Jeremy was actually himself, and he was an Imperial uh, commander. He was actually the one that was holding Leia, and they were bringing them, uh, bringing them to uh, Slave One, you know, bringing the prisoners. Oh, okay. okay. And uh, they were escorting, uh, you know, Han and Carbonite. And during that scene... You can see uh, Jeremy's face, actual face. Oh, wow. and while he was doing that, um, you obviously had somebody else in the armor. Right. So, yes. yeah. so, uh, so did he do all the fight, the fighting and stuff? No, too, John. Or? John Morton was just strictly the boba scene, um, where basically he was being handed off to the bounty hunter. Okay. And the scene with basically was Vader, um, Lando, and uh, Boba right there. That, that okay. was that was him. As far as everything else was Jeremy Bullock. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Interesting little fact. Yeah. yeah, that I had no. I idea. didn't even know that either. Yeah, yeah. that's interesting. Because I actually got who, one of those. Who I don't know if you have the statue? Do you have the General Giant, um, the original Boba one that was released in two thousand two? I think one of the first ones. Yeah, one of the yeah, first I ones. Yeah, that. that one. I went to go get signed, and I had to do some research because I was going to have Jeremy sign it, but I'm going to have him sign the San Diego one, which came out in two thousand. 13 or something? Yeah, I have that one, too. That one, the one that's <laughs> more interchangeable? Yes. Mm-hmm. The original one when he's holding the carbine up like that, mm-hmm. I have that one signed by John Morton. 
Oh, cool. So I had to make sure I, you know, before I have him sign it, that's, you know, it's the right character. So yeah, nice, nice. Very interesting. Does, does Porkins ever make appearances? Porkins is dead. Is he really? Yeah, I didn't know that. They Definitely. just released a statue of him, though. They did, though. Did they really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I always felt kind of bad for that character because I mean, well, not for the well, yeah, for the character and for the actor, really, in a sense, because it's kind of like it. It just he was so out of place compared to all the other pilots. It was almost like the guy that was supposed to have that role was sick, and they're like, "Hey, you, hey, just squeeze into that suit and get over here." Because he just did not like it's like the, the last guy picked the gym. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he was a nice guy and everything. I mean, but he did he did not fit. Either that, or they were just like throwing anybody they had in Starfighters. Well, there's a possible. I mean, there's there's some deleted scenes where they actually had. Um, Does he have more of a role? No, where where they have just a whole bunch of different characters playing pilots. I mean, I can't remember what what kind of characters Admiral Akbar. They had one of them, Amon Calamari. Okay. Play yeah. a pilot. He was a pilot, correct. Mm-hmm. And they had some woman play pilots and, and different stuff that were all cut. There was that a was woman a, that was like an A wing pilot. Mm-hmm. Well, then they show some of when they were going over the attack strategy. I thought you saw different uh, different characters for Y wing. I thought you saw male, female, and all that for Y wing and A wing or Y wing pilots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I most thought, of the time, I don't though, it's been a while. I mean, but most of the time in those films, though, you don't never see anybody except a human that's a pilot of one of those ships. So I thought that was interesting. I always thought it was interesting. He picked the name Mon Calamari. Mm-hmm. He was hungry. It, it that was like day. he was like he was eating dinner one day. I'm like I gotta name this alien. Spe- <laughs> hmm. Look down at his you know pasta dish. Hmm. An idea. I love Mon Calamari. <laughs> so delicious. I love but eating it every day. Jack, Jack Porkins. Who knows where that came from? But I, I think because if, if the name was, wasn't so cool, he, people wouldn't be talking about. Not him. only did he not fit character, like <laughs> like not well, not not even just that he barely fit in the cockpit, but that he did not match the rest of the characters. Then to give him the name Porkins, right, right. <laughs> it, it had to be just like an inside joke or something. It, it, there, I wish I knew what story was behind how that all right. came to be. I don't know. If that's kind of funny. But even if you with the opposite, you called him Slim. You'd still be making fun of it, you know. So. Well, I know. It's just <laughs> the fact that his legit name was Porkins. <laughs> Slim Porkins. Yeah. <laughs> Slim Porkins. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was eating pork rinds at the time. Oh, I don't know. I just <laughs> I'm like there the has to, there has to be something else to do with that one. There's just got to be more to it. Right. Uh, only George Lucas would know. Yeah, you got to go stalk him. I'll ask his son tomorrow. Or actually, maybe maybe <laughs> it was maybe it was like some uh, assistant, some st- uh, grip or something that's like, oh, this guy's sick. We need an actor and threw him in there. And Lucas goes to do the final cuts of it, and he's like, what the who who is this? What the I'm the other guy. <laughs> it's all confused. Mm-hmm. But I think that's about it for this episode, huh? You guys have anything else? No, I think we're good. Yeah. I think we're good. That was a good one. We're going to keep uh, keep an eye on the news for whatever might be legitimately coming out. Right. If it's signed dash JJ, we know it's legit. Yeah. Oh, definitely, yeah. <laughs> Don't believe everything you see. That is true. You but know. He, is, he is doing the best, like, reveals himself. Oh, he's, he's like, oh, he's like, oh, you're going to leak a picture of the Millennium Falcon? Oh look! Here's a card I signed on top of the table. Is it from the Millennium Falcon? Right, <laughs> like, you little son of a. Bitch. It was a popular game. It could be any table. So. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I do like what he's doing though. I, I do think too. It's, it's kind of cool. I, I think he's a better fit to be in charge of Star Wars than Star Trek. And well, I say that because Star Trek to me never was quite as high action as Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It was always more like you know I don't want to say scientific, but kind of. You know yeah, what I mean? sure. It was more. Okay, here's an alien species. We could try blowing. Oh well, he's, they're not going to let us blow them up. Now we have to find our way out of it using our, you know, brains. Mm-hmm. Star Wars was, we need to destroy this thing. <laughs> you know, it was, Star Wars was always more action oriented. Yeah. Right. So I think he's a good fit for it. 
I did like what he did in the new Star Trek films. I, I did too. I, I do. I do miss some of the older style of it. But okay. yeah, overall, I liked them. Mm-hmm. I, well, I saw. I, I still have to watch the second one. It's sitting upstairs somewhere. You haven't seen the second one yet. You know, how hard, you know how hard it is to watch a movie when you have a kid? That's true. I was trying to watch yeah. The Hobbit, and we get halfway through, and I hear, <laughs> damn it. I'm like, well, maybe we can keep it on. And then it's the, where they're underground, and they're about to get hacked apart on that bridge. I'm like, yeah, no, t- changing this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. She can't watch this part. <laughs> I'm sure the same thing would happen if I go to watch Into Darkness. But, but yeah, I agree. I agree. I think he did a good job with the, the first one, the 2009. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I, I really was going into it thinking I was going to hate it, too. None and even of- even though even thinking that I still pre-ordered it. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I'm like it's still Star Trek. Yeah, I'm not but. a fan. I'm, obviously, I'm biased, but um, with Star Wars, but uh, I mean, I watched it. It was okay. I mean, yeah. it was good. I guess it entertained obviously the, the super fans and the people like me that don't know a lick. I mean, besides, yeah, I know who Captain Kirk is and Spock and stuff, so I, I can figure it out. But I I heard that it was pretty good for even the even the super fans that like they enjoyed the movies too. Yeah, I mean, there were a few people that didn't. You know, uh, my friend Nicole has all kinds of problems with those. Yeah. That's for another podcast. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I'm like, I thought they were pretty good, and she gave me this look. I'm like, what? It, it, it wasn't? She's like, don't get me started on that. I'm like, ooh, okay. <laughs> Talk about that another time. Jeez. Harsh. Some people take stuff a little too literally, I think, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, Enjoy we, yourself. <laughs> but, uh, well, thanks for listening, and we'll be back in a couple weeks. Maybe. Yes. <laughs> Eventually. We will be back. We'll be back. For more Jedi fun time. Yep. Sponsored by <laughs> oh, that'd be great if we get a sponsor. <laughs> hey, how's that Finch's beer from Chicago you're drinking? It's wet hot American wheat, my friend. <laughs>